Hello, welcome to Random Acts of Conversation. This is your host, Mo and Scott. This is a show where we talk about nothing and everything. Today we're going to be talking about small talk. What voice is that? So today, the hygienist is asking me what I have going on this weekend. And so my sister's getting married this weekend. So I said, this is before I was paralyzed. My mouth was paralyzed and jarred open. I said, oh, my sister's getting married. Where is she getting married? At the Dearborn Country Club. Dearborn Hills Country Club. And uh, she's like, oh, did that burn down? I said, I don't. Well, I mean, clearly it didn't because that's where she's getting married. No, that was the one in Redford. Was it the one in Redford? Western. Because she... My mom's a member there. Really? Yeah. Because she wouldn't let it go. And then I started thinking, like, people small people are dumb at small talk because they just keep asking a question. And she, like, three times she's like, I'm really curious to know. Let me know if that burnt, you know, that burnt down and they rebuilt it. Like she couldn't move on. Like she couldn't move on. <laughs> no. It was, uh, it was Western, uh, it was Western Country Club. Small talk sucks. I don't know anybody who likes small talk. What do you mean? Why do we have small talk? Why can't I just go into a room and just like not talk? Why is that considered rude? Well, I think it makes the time fly, doesn't it? Small talk? Yeah. No. Small talk is agonizing. Yeah, but it's, you talk, <laughs> you talk about manners. You talk about manners, like, you, so you're just gonna stare at somebody in a room? Well, I wouldn't sit down and stare at them, but I might sit down I might listen to a conversation happening, and then I'm, I'll talk when I need to talk. The problem with small talk is that you feel like you have to talk about things, but not meaningful things, so you don't ever really get to know anybody. And, and everyone leaves going, I just, I used my vocal cords for no reason at all. I just think that's your small talk. I don't think so. Normally I th- when you small talk, you're asking truly how somebody's doing, right? It's just how are you doing? Well, small talk I by nature. I think I don't really know what your small talk means. I don't think my small talk is different than anybody else's small talk. Isn't small talk just talk that's small? Like, it's not about anything. It's not deep. It's superficial talk. I don't do that well. So, like, you're under your definition of small talk. Mm-hmm. We can't have it because we know each other? No, we can't have it. Yeah. Is it just strangers? Yeah. I don't think you can have small talk with people you know because you're already comfortable with them. Can you? That's a good question, though. Because I wouldn't, like, when I'm having going into a party where I don't know people and I'm having small talk with them, my main goal is so I don't look stupid. Like, I don't want to walk them to walk away and be like, what a snob. So then I try to have conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I, we go back to. I just said, isn't it rude if you don't? Right, it like, is rude, but why? There was somebody at our, the party of the day just sat on our couch and watched everybody else having fun and they didn't small talk anybody, and it looked rude, didn't it? I didn't see that person. Oh. Were they sick? No. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a valid question. I know. I think somebody has a- asked me that, like, what's, what's wrong with her? She's just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> but if she small talks someone... Then they think that she's okay. I think small talk is necessary. I disagree with you. I can't believe it. <laughs> Again. <laughs> no way. How is it necessary? What's the end game with small talk? Um, to make her feel, well, this particular person, to make them feel comfortable in an uncomfortable surrounding. So as a host, it's your job to do small talk with your guests. No, I think it's anybody's job. It's not my job to make your guests feel comfortable. As a nice person it is. 
if you're a nice person. I don't think and that. If you, you're telling me, you're, you're a school counselor. Yeah. Right? You're telling me that that kid that sits and eats lunch by themselves wouldn't appreciate small talk. Yeah, I don't think they would. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> yes. it, no. I couldn't it, disagree more. Well, I think you could if you tried. <laughs> but because I've had students that sit alone, they want what they want is a connection. Because those students that sit alone are typically introverts who are wildly misunderstood by all the extroverts running the world. And they don't want small talk because small talk to an introvert is really, really meaningless and intimidating. Yeah, but they're, how do I say, they're not invisible. Small talk makes them not invisible. Okay. And some kids feel invisible. True. But what if I just... But those, those words are, are more weighted, even though it's quote unquote small talk. It's more weighted because they feel like they've been identified as existing. In a high school, are you talking specifically? Or, or middle school. But not just in Elementary life. school, I mean... I don't even think, I think they just start talking about whatever. They, I mean, it's, it's nothing. I'm, but middle school, I, I mean, there's got to be a ton of kids, ton of kids eating lunch that wouldn't love small talk from a football player who is friends with everybody and, you know, that kind of stuff. I agree. But I think that the rules are different with middle school and high did, school. Did you just say that you agreed? Um, I, <laughs> I agree that people want, don't want to feel invisible because the rules are different when you're in middle school and high school. It's not about it's about making people feel like they're accepted and that they're valid in an adult situation. If I'm at a conference or a party or even a group setting of people that I don't really know. It's yeah, but hard. Like middle school and high school is a lot like adulthood. To claim that it's not as silly. I really hope. Really? Are you still living the middle school dream? No. What I'm saying is that look, look, in, look in your neighborhoods that you've grown up in. It's oh, yeah. It's not the same. There's not like the cool kids. There's not like different cliques within neighborhoods. There are different cliques within neighborhoods, but I don't think there's the cool kids because people don't care about cliques anymore. So there's cliques, but they're friendship cliques. And I'm not trying to get into anybody's clique. Like... I'm 40-some years old. I know, but I think it, it does come off as snooty or snobby if, if you're already a part of a clique in, let's say, our neighborhood, and somebody that isn't as comfortable comes to a party because they have a mutual friend of some sort, and you stay within your clique and you don't small talk that person. That's right. It's a way of bringing them, kind of like making them comfortable. You don't have to bring them in your clique, but you have to make them feel comfortable in, in, in your setting. No? I agree. Agree. You're making a face that you disagree. No, I agree because I think that you're taking the conversation to a different place where we both agree. Like, we want people to feel comfortable, right? But that's different. But that's what small talk is. Small talk doesn't make everybody feel comfortable. That's a, that's a generalization. Small talk sometimes makes people feel uncomfortable. So if I'm with a, if I'm at a party with a group of friends and somebody comes in who doesn't know anybody, I'm going to try to pull them in and have conversation with them. But, and it could be some small talk, but the goal is to make them feel comfortable. But sometimes, like, I can be at a party with a bunch of people that I even know, but I just don't, like, know them well enough that I just don't want to, I just don't want to yeah, talk like, just don't to talk. don't you think the dentist is trying to make you comfortable? Probably, but it's making me uncomfortable. And the same thing is with the hairdresser. But what is it doing it for him? I don't, it's making... The hairdresser doesn't count. Why not? Because it's not small talk. They're they're trying to get a tip. Well, if, if, wanna... if you walk away feeling like you're best friends with the hairdresser, there's a high probability that you give them a better tip. That's the same thing with a waiter or anyone else. That's not small talk. That's just um, strategy. Well, so then they don't know their audience then. They assume that people want to have a conversation. Because when I go in for a hair appointment, I don't want to talk. 
at all. Like, I just want to zone out. I want to be on my phone. I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to talk, what are you doing over the weekend? What's going on? Because they don't care. If you don't care about the answer, I don't want to have a conversation with you. Because I like to know people on a deeper level. (laughs) (laughs) And you think that hairdresser really wants to get to know you at a different level? No, not at all. I think they do. Because they, they feel like if they do, the next time you get your hair done, where are you going? So if they get to know you on a, on a personal and deeper level, they're quote-unquote a strategy, but technically they're trying to develop a friendship because they know it'll result in money. Perhaps, but not one hairdresser has ever known me on a deep level. Ever. Well, it's because you hate small talk. <laughs> right. But I would go back to the hairdresser that would zip it up. Like, and not talk at all. You are the minority there. Because I'm an introvert, and introverts are minority. That's what you don't understand. The extroverts are always telling the introverts what to do. <laughs> you and your syllables. Listen. <laughs> too many <laughs> syllables. Did I use too many, too many syllables for you, Scott? <laughs> introvert, extrovert. I don't think that you're an introvert. You pretend as if you are. Okay, tell me more <laughs> about I'm, that. You're, you're doing a podcast. That Oh, that is... True, but am I doing it in an audience? Uh, am I having to entertain a bunch of people and talk to a bunch of people? No, I'm talking to you. And Dave, when he chimes in. He likes Dave. Dave, Dave, our producer. But I, I am an introvert, because do you know the difference between, do you know what the definition of Give an introvert? Give me the counselor definition of an introvert. It is not the counselor <laughs> definition, it's actually the definition yeah. of introversion and extroversion, and people, misunderstand because people think if you're an extrovert you love people and if you're an introvert you don't that's not it it's all about how you get energy how do you get your energy 100 percent. do you get your energy from being around a group of people or do you get your energy from being alone so you might love being around a group of people but if you know me i like to be around a small group of people because i want to get to know them and then but it's a group of people but whenever like i have time alone Oftentimes, I just decide to be alone because I need to recharge. Do you want some of my wine? I need a bottle opener. <laughs> no, Why? That's a can. I know that's a can, but this one wasn't. Good. Oh. Dave so, will edit that out. Or not. <laughs> that's going to be in the trailer. For sure. I need a bottle opener. I, d- I just don't realistically label you as an... Like, when I think of an introvert, I think of somebody that's quiet and reserved and but i am no you're not you're loud and obnoxious <laughs> i am not loud and obnoxious especially after a bottle of wine that's true i don't get obnoxious you i get just really get blunt. blunt you get really blunt i get very blunt but when i get blunt even after drinking it's only because would, would you small talk more when you drink yeah why actually no I'm going to take that back. No, you shot from the hip. No, because now I'm going to think. I can. Because what happens is I get deeper into conversation when I drink. I'll I'll start asking deeper questions. But it started as? No, I'll just go right in. So you'll basically be like, what's the meaning of life to you, Johnny? I just met you. Yeah. I don't believe you. You're not going to you're not going to ask them like where they're from or any of that stuff. You're just going to go straight into, "Hey, um, do you like guys or do you like girls?" Okay. <laughs> that's what you're straight going to go into? No. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about deeper wise. Right. You might have to say to them first, "Hey, how do you know Scott who's the host?" And then it'll Th- be like, "Oh." That's small talk. 
Okay, but that's how you break the ice to transition. I think I have just proven you have that not you, proven. you no. enjoy small talk. I didn't. You, that's zero percent okay, of proof. Uh, maybe I said enjoy was the wrong word. That you do small talk often. That's absolutely true. I do it often. I don't like it ever. You would rather just stare at somebody. I, okay, why do you assume I'm just staring at people because I'm not talking? That's awkward. <laughs> you're, at a, you're at a beach, and there is another person four feet from you that is an acquaintance because they're in your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be like, hey, how are you? Hey, where, where do you live? Are these your kids? How old are your kids? Actually, no. Oh, my gosh. I won't. I won't. It's because you're an introvert. It's because I'm an introvert, and I, I'm always uh, assuming that people don't want to talk to me. I'm serious. I always assume nobody wants to talk to me. So if there was, like, a stranger, a neighbor... Did you get beat up when you were a kid? Catholic. <laughs> yeah. Can I get by the paddle a few times? No. <laughs> you, you must speak when spoken to. I don't know. I do. I have imposter syndrome. I just feel like I don't. Oh my God. Are you labeling another thing? It's not what's a label it, that I it, made. What's it called? Imposter syndrome. <laughs> what is it called? Like what? Is what does it mean? It means that like I, I'm going to get found out. Like people are going to realize I, I'm not smart and I'm oh. not a good conversationalist. And... Yeah, but you know all the syndromes. Because <laughs> I know all the big words. Yeah. This is pouring wine, not me in the bathroom. So, so you... <laughs> You, you, you think, you think that people are going to realize that you're not smart. Yeah, for sure. That's and, my biggest fear. And you have, uh, how many degrees? Two. And a certificate in what? What was your ACT? <laughs> <laughs> this is small talk. <laughs> we don't. Test scores do not make somebody oh, smart. Oh, here it goes. The company line. <laughs> what did you get on your ACT? I'm not telling you what I got on my. What do you think I got on my ACT? Um, let's see, you're an introvert, so I gotta <laughs> add that in. Uh, I think I, you probably got a 24. I did not get a 24. Am I high or low? I just didn't get a 24. You, don't, you won't tell me if, if I'm low or high. You're high. I'm high? Mm -hmm. mm. I scored poorly on the ACT. Holy cow, I beat you. That doesn't mean you're smarter than me. Yes, it does. It doesn't. It's on paper. Right, because everything on paper is true. What did you get? Why won't you tell? I got an 18. Mm, that's what I got my first time. It took me three. Oh, I only took it once and I was out. I got it into Eastern Michigan with that. So yeah. that's all I needed at 1992. No, at our time when, we're so totally digressing, but at our time when, um, when you took the ACT, like if you got over uh, 24 or something, you qualified for more money from the state. I don't, do you remember that? Were you in Michigan? Did you? I don't remember that because, like, I never had any guidance. I hadn't, I never knew anything about. I only knew a guidance counselor. Oh wait, that's you. It's called school counselor, not guidance counselor. <laughs> Just FYI. Schedule changer. Shut up. Um, no, they uh, like if you got over a certain amount, I, I'd have to call my sister because she took it like a billion times so she could get more money from the state. Yeah. Um, she well, took. It was a Michigan merit. Right. She got she got a thirty one her last time taking it, and that's pretty good. I think my last time taking it, I got a twenty seven. But I did 18, 21, 27 or something like that. That's statistically not probable that that happened. Usually it doesn't go well, up. Well, on the first one, I might have been playing soccer late at night before the test. Mm -hmm. Underage drinking. But you ever wonder, you ever wonder like how well we would have done if we took all these ACT courses that yeah, they speak of? Yeah, because I, I didn't study. I didn't do anything. I you're was not, like, you're, theoretically, you're not supposed to, right? That's my thing. And I always tell my fam the students, don't. Like, I walked into the test. 
opened up some small talk with the person next to me. Yeah, they got to know you. <laughs> They're like, I, I don't know, know, I like Scott. And then I never saw them again. Yeah. But it was worth every second of the small every talk. Every penny. <laughs> <laughs> no, we took it three times, and Jill took it three times, um, and my brother, I think, took it twice. I don't know what my brother got. I'm sure he wouldn't want me to say. Well, <laughs> I didn't do well in high school. I don't know. Like, what kind of person do you think I was in high school? I think you were an introvert. <laughs> Is that the wrong word? No, I don't, I don't even know. What would you be? Um, let's see. What are the cliques called nowadays? I don't know. In our day. The, the jocks. The, the jocks, the burnouts. The burnouts. And the theater geeks. So, so you were all black? And, and the band. Oh, yeah. Band. That, that, I'm not yeah, gonna the say band it. people. Yeah. Dave's over there. <laughs> twitching now twitching cool. right now. It's cool to be in the band and in theater. It's yeah, it was not cool. I was like in between everything. It was weirdly really weird. Like I, I was a jock. There's no getting around that. You were like in the middle crowd. No, but I was a jock, but like it was weird because I wasn't um I wasn't in the cool jock. Like because that was like reserved for like the football players and like people that went to parties and stuff and my dad was so strict mm. that that I wasn't, I wasn't partying, you know, like, because he had a pretty good finger on everybody in the, uh, oh. in the town. So, like... He was a principal, yeah? Yeah, but not when I was there. Oh. Um, and then, uh, but, like, I wasn't a, a, what do they call him, like, a brainiac? What's that one? Like, dork? No. I wouldn't even classify it as dorks. Well, smart people were nerds back then. It wasn't yeah, really but, smart. No, it was weird in our grade. Like, we had a lot of jocks that were in honors classes, almost my entire soccer team. Like, it was crazy. That is crazy back then, because when did you graduate? 95. Yeah, and I was 92. Long time ago. Yeah, but ba really, back da then. Dave, when did you graduate? <laughs> in the 80s. <laughs> so, did, so did Joe. I was just in the 80s. <laughs> the 80s somewhere. No, like, back then, it was crazy, because even there was a, there was a nice little crew that, in our grade, um, where, there was a lot of athletes, I, I remember, um, I don't even know, should I name names, but... Um, First names. <laughs> no, like, pretty much our student council president was an honors kid, but also played three sports. You know, yeah. like, I mean, it, everybody, in our grade more than any, everybody kind of, like, knew each other, and there was a lot of, like, cohesiveness, and, like, instead of, like, all these separations, I mean, there was always the burnouts, like the burnouts, yeah. like the, not even the burnouts, what they call them, goths? Were like oh, the, yeah. Were like the go all, yeah, the, the black lipstick. Yeah, like, yeah, that was, because our oh, grade, yeah. that was back like during the, what was it, Pearl Jam and oh, yeah. all these people that wore like black and. Yeah, that was probably yeah. your like, that was probably during your were wedding. You in the day of the greasers? <laughs> that was a long time ago. Sock <laughs> right, right. Sock cops. The preps. No, like, yeah, I mean, our, like, our, our issues in our school are so, like, well below the issues, like, that kids are dealing with nowadays. Kids nowadays are walking out because of, like, gun violence. We walked out, and the entire school walked out, so we could wear hats in school. <laughs> and we won. We wore hats our entire senior year, and we won. I remember that walkout. Everyone started walking out, and the teacher's like, what are you walking out for? And we're like, we need some hats. <laughs> Like, nowadays, the kids are like, the gun violence is too much, you know, this and that. And I'm sitting there like, I walked out for hats. Yeah, that's crazy. They're dealing with deeper issues. I'll tell you, like, working in a high school, the gun violence, the racial issues, 
you know, just the Dubai. I just wanted to wear a hat. I know. Just want to wear a hat. <laughs> but the 80s were tough for, or the 80s and 90s really, were tough for a girl because we had really big hair back then. And I had first hour gym and I had to swim. Ooh, physical education. My dad was a phys ed teacher. You can't say gym. That's got to be edited out somewhere. No, I think whatever. It was P.E. There you go. And it, but it was first hour. And I remember my sister used to skip class regularly, but I never did because I was very straight-laced. Because you didn't want to shower? Did they make you shower in your school? You didn't have to. Who's going to who's gonna prove if you showered? Like, how are they going to make you shower? Now it would be like you would be on the sex offenders list if somebody was making you shower, right? I mean, I assume, but like... Nobody made you shower, and, and to be honest, like in, in our in our school, like I think there was two colognes everybody wore. It was like Dracar or like cool or Calvin Klein. <laughs> it was no Obsession. Do you remember Obsession? It was called Obsession. So people would just load up after phys ed with that. Oh God. And then like after we passed away, well, like after passed away. Sorry, <laughs> after we passed on, like yeah. well that's wrong too. Um, after <laughs> after we graduated. Um, the big hit, like when I was started teaching, was um, Axe body spray. Oh God! <laughs> it was, that was a big thing. I remember that commercial. <laughs> oh my God! So like you can know you know who did phys ed, because like you could smell it in the hallways, Everywhere. and even down in like those nasty um, locker rooms, it smelled instead of like sweat and grossness. It was Axe body spray everywhere. Gross. It was bad. About as bad as your car back in the day. Smells like Teen Spirit. Remember that? Uh, I don't. I've heard of it. I know, me too. Like I don't remember it though, but I remember people being like, "Smells like Teen Spirit." It's a. That's a. Is it a perfume? No. Oh. It's a song by Pearl Jam. It is. Or, no, Nirvana. Wait. Okay. Oh. Wait. No. <laughs> Are you being for real? No, really. I'm not kidding, right? Like, it's a song. Right. Isn't like it by Nirvana? <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, it's Nirvana. Yeah, oh. see? Oh, you, you just can't believe that I didn't know that. That's why you were looking at me like that. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not cultured at all. So you're thinking this ad was actually like a smell. I thought it was a smell. Oh, no, no. Because it smells like, I'm very literal. Stuff she smells like teen spirit. The stuff she would have learned in small talk, but she chose. But I chose not to have small talk, she so chose not to now I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, I didn't even listen to that stuff, but I, I will tell you, it, it really screwed over our generation. So I think like Smells Like Teen Spirit is like a statement of identifying with people. It's not like a statement of B.O. No. Well, it can be because some people might say that generation stinks. In so many different ways. Metaphorically, metaphorically and figuratively, like I grew up in... That's the same thing. All the girls... Metaphorically I mean, and literally. literally. Okay, miscorrectness. I, but like I grew up in a gener like a generation where all the girls were like plaid. Oh yeah, in big clothes. In big. Clothes. Big clothes, big hair, blue eyeshadow. I'm hoping that comes back. Why? Oh, you when like Addison gets in high school. Oh yeah, because then I tell you what, there weren't as many eating disorders back then because every you wore big clothes, so you weren't trying to like show off all everything like you are now, like the girls I mean, now do. I, they, well, I have no comment on the stuff now. It's, it's getting a little abs absurd. In we have stopped banning leggings for girls because it was so out of control. Like it, you can't get. You can't ban leggings because, um, 
like teachers wear them. But if you have, if you <laughs> like, have like a how can you ban stuff that teachers are wearing? But if you wear them like with a dress over it, you know how they do like tunics, like long shirts, whatever. Well, that's fine. I think fine. the teachers started the trend as much as the the kids. Because the teachers used, they didn't wear like leggings per se. They wore those things that had like the straps at the bottom underneath your feet. The stirrup pants. They were super tight and not attractive. No, they're still not attractive. And they were always in like the faded black, like almost to where it was like like a mix between white and like a grayish, but it was supposed to be black. Yeah. Yeah. Remember acid wash jeans? Yeah, you pay a lot of money for those. Yeah. And and like, all you got to do is own them for a little bit, and they'll turn that way. And then torn the torn jeans that are back in style now, but you pay money to to buy them that way. No. And I remember getting scissors and tearing them. All you got to do is have kids, and you'll have those pretty darn soon. True story. Agreed with that. So I mean, I don't know. Small talk sucks. <laughs> Small talk does suck. No, I, I couldn't disagree more. It's necessary. It might be a necessary evil, but it's not. It's it's not true. That it's a life skill. It might be a life skill, but it's but not one true that, that everyone. Don't you think there should be a small talk class in high school? That yeah, probably. Because don't you think that'll help you in job interviews? That's all small talk, right? No, you're asking questions, answering questions that people are asking. I'm not doing small talk. Now, I your ability to interact with people has to do with small talk. For sure, and I can small talk well. Like I can fake it well, but it is, it takes a lot out of me after small talk because <laughs> it's exhausting. It's small exhausting. Talk. Small talk is the opposite no, of exhausting. It is exhausting for me because I walk away <laughs> being like, oh my god, like I just spoke forever, but I learned nothing. Like, I really like to know people. I think you've got to up your small talk game. Like, then it's not small talk. It's actually a conversation. At well, that every point. conversation starts off with small talk. I, I see Dave and I say, how, how are you doing? It's not, because, it's not because I actually care how he's doing. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. It's not because I care how he's doing. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a beginning of the conversation. But what if I just sat there and stared at him? Because I didn't like small talk, and then instant, and then instantly went in and said, you know, how do you feel when those musical instruments are in your hand and you're playing the songs, and just went straight deep, like you said. You know, I have been accused of being aloof because I will walk very focused and not look around me because I'm avoiding eye contact in the event I might have to make conversation. Small talk. Because a conversation scares me. Like, there's one place I hate small talk. I, I will 100% guarantee. No, take, yeah, take a guess. It's the bathroom. Yeah. I can't. I can't. You know what else I can't stand is when people shake my hand in there. Why would they do that? Like if I know the person and they just got done washing their hands and I just got done going to the bathroom and I'm about to wash my hands and they choose, hey, good to see you, and they give me a handshake and mine are unclean and theirs are still. I hate the word moist from their uh, <laughs> from from their. Uh, Excursion with the sink? No, I can't stand it. No, but do you do it anyway? I have to. Why? Because it's not, I don't want to be rude. What do you do? Be like, whoa. No, you can be like, hey, and just pat him on the shoulder. Although, I will, <laughs> I will tell you, and, and Dave can attest to this, when you're in a urinal, you sometimes purposely pretend like you're going longer so you don't have to meet somebody at the sink. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. I've done that. Well, women have hid out in stalls before waiting for people to leave just so that they could, you know, go. Well, stalls are different. Like, 
sometimes you see the person. So it's really yeah. awkward because you're standing there forever because the other guy's thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then like you start to listen and then you start to listen to see if he's actually going because you're like, maybe I go first and he'll stay. Oh man, yeah. The best thing they did, the best thing they did for people like you um, is, well, if you were a guy, which I'm not, is they put TV in front of the stalls. So like, you can lit, yeah, like in, in a guy's, in a lot of guys' urinals, there's like a, a glass thing with a TV in it and you literally can go and watch TV and you don't have to like look around. You just look straight at the wall. So it's another reason for guys, bathroom lines are about to be just as long as women's now then. No, not at all. We still hate the place. Women like hang out there. No. I don't know why. I have never hung out there and I'm not somebody that likes to go to the bathroom with other women because I get performance anxiety. I mean, you guys don't watch each other. How no, because you, you can hear me. I don't like it. Oh my gosh, you have some quirks. I have, yeah, I do. I have issues. <laughs> you gotta see, you gotta see somebody about some of these things. <laughs> right, I know, should I see myself? <laughs> Guys can go anywhere. I know. I know this to be true. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't matter. You, you can get performance anxiety, but not really. You gotta go. You gotta go. Thank you for listening to Random Acts of Conversation with Mo and Scott. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to us so that you don't miss any of our upcoming podcasts. If you have any comments or want to tell us about your views about small talk, please consider emailing us at racpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, have a great day.